with J-Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy Hump Day, it is. It's Hump Day. It's Hump Day, and we have our new co-host with us, Miss Nora Mitchell. Hello, hello. Hello. Yes, so, um, okay, so today's a little um, confusing. I know. um, But very exciting, (laughs) because one, we are at the Motown Mansion today, and we're broadcasting live. Um, My new home. Yeah, no, my new home. (laughs) What rooms are you guys claiming already? I know Rocky was uh, in Barry Gordy's bedroom over there. We could. That's why we're running late, actually. We couldn't get her out of there. It was you that we were trying to get out of the bed. I was like, lady, I was in the closet. (laughs) You were in the closet. And I was just standing there going, wow. Wow. (laughs) Taking pictures. And uh, you know what's funny is, uh, so... Actually, we were running late because we did get a tour of the mansion, which is just breathtaking, unbelievable. Um, And today is going to be a little uh, not our typical show because we are going to have some people sitting down for interviews and uh, nothing's really structured or scheduled today. It's just uh, the owner of the house, Cynthia Reeves, when she has a minute, she's going to sit down with us and I can't wait to talk to her. Yeah, And uh, then the um, owner of um, Aaron Estates is going to sit down because um, he's the one that is organizing this whole auction and sale. And he's a local guy. Yeah, from Birmingham, young guy. Owner of the company. Owner of the company. So we're going to sit down and find out um, how he got into this. And I think he's actually waiting around over there. It's funny because he asked us if we had Instagram. Because he's young. (laughs) And we laughed. Yeah, we laughed. (laughs) Said no. So then he wanted to know if we had MySpace. (laughs) We said no. And um, you know what? We might have, we should probably get it, see if we can uh, talk to Miss Reeves right now. Yep. Can we do the interview right now? Oh, fantastic. So we're not doing Facebook Live. We are going to videotape it. And we'll have the video up within the next few days here. Yeah, don't make any promises. No, no promises will be made. And we have Miss Cynthia Reeves in the house. Her Hi. house, by the way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. We're so glad to be here. Oh, we are. We're, we're so honored. Yeah. Um, okay, so first of all, 
Oh, I didn't pull out my uh, Motown Museum membership card because I'm a member of Motown. Yeah. She the pulls museum. it out everywhere. I do. <laughs> I, in fact, Dave tried to take it and auction it off, too. I said no. Uh, but so tell us how you, you've been here about 15 years, right? Correct. Right. Okay. So how did you acquire this? Like, why this house? How did that happen? Well, I grew up across the street. My parents have lived over there since... Uh, well, I won't give years, but it's over 50 years that they wow. own a home across the street. And I used to see the house in its heyday with Barry Gordy and uh, all the wonderful parties that he had. I remember the red carpet would roll all the way down the street and around the corner. And really? And seeing Aretha Franklin and others come out of the, out of the cars to, wow. to the parties. I went to work in Washington, D.C. as an attorney. I was a partner in a New York office in the, the, the a D.C. office of a New York firm wow. and worked with some of the political folks um, back in the day. And, and there was a change of administration when uh, President Bush came in, Bush II came in, and a lot of people left town. And I decided it was time for me to kind of think about it. My, my mother was getting older, and mm-hmm. she said, you know, if you ever have an opportunity to return to Detroit, I'd love to have you nearer to mm-hmm. me. And I got a call from a local firm down town, um, Honigman, and they uh, offered me a partnership and said, wow. hey, we'd love to have you uh, come. You're, you know, you're a national expert in this area, and we'd love to have you wow. come. We see this connection to D- Detroit that you have. Uh-huh. And so I believe in kismet. So I said, yeah, yeah. I'll come back on to Detroit. And uh, in going to work, I, I decided to come back and live with my mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, every day I would pass this house to go to work, and I noticed that the shades were cocked a certain way every day, and the newspapers were always stacked a certain <laughs> way. And so I did. I had one of our paralegals do some research and found out that Barry Gordy still owned it. Mm-hmm. I wrote him a letter and oh, I said, wow. you know, I did the wow. research in the home and yeah. I said, you know, this is a wonderful home and it doesn't deserve to be shuttered. It deserves to be part of the community. I believe that homes have life in them and they yeah. have you life. Yeah. And I said, a home like this needs to be part of the community. It needs to be of service in the community. And I remember the days growing up and I told him that, you know, I, anytime that there was a party here, the whole neighborhood lit up. Cause yeah. it was like, what is he going to do now? Yeah. You know, who's coming? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And so I, I expressed to him that. But I also expressed to him something that I have a love of, which is architecture. I'm an architecture and an interior design fanatic. Oh, and I talked yeah. about the architecture of the home, and I had done some research on it. And that resonated with him. And so I was contacted by his representatives and they said you know he's going to sell you this house because he was impressed by your letter he realizes wow. that you understand the legacy of this home and so that's how I ended up getting the house and it's, it's interesting because wow. after I purchased it there were stories about it and what happens with this particular house is you become part of a family it was built by a guy named Nels Mickelson in mm-hmm. 1917 it's the right. 100 year anniversary of this yeah. house so oh, his great grandson came and uh, introduced himself to me when the news came out about me buying a house and Pablo Dave who sold the home to Barry Gordy uh-huh. came out. And Pablo Davis is a noted artist, and his work is in the Smithsonian. And wow. he actually worked on the installation at the DIA with um, yeah, with um, uh, Diego Rivera and Frida Kahle. And so he was at the age of, like, the spry age of 90 or so. He came to visit me at the house. Wow. And he showed wow. me pictures of him with Frida Kahle and Diego wow. Rivera at the Art Institute. He had showed photos of himself. Wow. And so he told me the story of how Barry Gordy purchased the house from him. He said that <laughs> Barry Gordy would bring over the musical acts to perform for him and wow. and he would have uh, and and Pablo would have the, the servant the manservant with the white gloves come and serve them little did he know that that was Pablo's brother that they were just oh, <laughs> that they were trying to impress Barry <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. 
what, what, what that story, story told me about. But it yeah. kind of shared with me about the love that Barry Gordy has for the home as, yeah. as a structure. It's a beautiful structure. Right. And I think that that probably resonated with him when he con- when he allowed me to purchase how, it. How long did it take him? To get back to you, yeah. About good it was within within a month. It was very wow. Quick. Yeah, really, I, just, uh, okay. I sent them the letter, and you know, mm-hmm. I just uh, you know got the call. Now it took a while to negotiate the purchase of the yeah. house because the house <laughs> was not up for sale, though. It right. was not up for sale, no. right? Exactly. Were you shocked when when you got a response that quick? Yeah. I was shocked that I got through to him. That he yeah. even got through to him. <laughs> right? That was the thing. But I had taken a, a kind of a, a back street way. You know, lawyers can figure out how to get yeah. information. Yeah. So this is a good lawyer. <laughs> I'm available. But um, but what I did uh, was I found out that um, you know I found a way to get through to him directly as opposed to going through his media representatives mm-hmm. and things like that. And so I just you know went right to his office and I sent it to his uh, legal counsel. And knowing as an attorney. That's lawyers have to turn things over to their clients. <laughs> and so his lawyer had to show him the letter because uh-huh. that's the job of a lawyer. You can't wow. just kind of sit on that's it. So, so I that said, is, that's brilliant. <laughs> Take it. Not that we could ever afford anything like All right. So after all that happened, how long before you moved in? Uh, it probably took about a year and a half to two years to move in because when I purchased the home, it had been empty for five years, mm-hmm. completely empty. Now, when Barry Gordy owned it, he owned it. He purchased in 67, and then he moved Motown to California in 69. Right. So he actually mm-hmm. lived here for a couple of years. But he protected it for all the years that he owned it. Because yeah, it was like 35 years later. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. And he cared for it and maintained it. And he had a lawn-site property manager who lived here. And oh, that gentleman oh. died five years before I purchased the house. And, and oh. the first winter after he died, uh, they did not put in an on-site person, his local representative. Representatives had a person that was this kind of come and checking on the house, and over a course of a couple of weeks, the house, the pilot light in the furnace blew out, oh. and the pipes froze. And this yeah. house is oh. heated by hot water; it's not okay. steam heat. Oh, okay. yeah. So there's actually hot water running through these pipes, mm-hmm. and so once those pipes froze, they all wow. burst oh, wow. throughout the house. So every room in this property was a damage because of oh, the pipe wow. bursting. Oh, wow. And uh, so when I came into the house, there were construction things all over. There was, you know, there there were scattered. Scaffolding. I guess they had had a dispute with mm-hmm. the co- contractor, so that all this equipment was left in here, and so oh, wow. it was really much torn. And, and that particular contractor really didn't have a care for historic homes. Mm-hmm. The back entry was a marble entryway, and they took a sledgehammer to us. I came <gasps> into marble. Oh, no shards on the floor yeah. that they had oh, broken through to get man. to the heating systems oh, and so it was it was really in bad condition yeah. in that yeah. way and so it took a couple years to put it back together and it took time because I wanted to honor the historic nature of the home as anyone wow. who loves these historic homes knows yeah. we're we're a little group a breed onto ourselves you know <laughs> yeah. we've got to find the right doorknob we've right. got to find the right, right. paint how, stain. how did you do that yeah it's it's time and research, it research and, and i didn't and i did it with the help of family i had a cousin who is a master carpenter and he oh, lived wow. here for mm-hmm. two years on site and my brother moved in about a year later and lived here for about half a year before i moved in and they were you know and, and i probably would have still be it with my mom Except for they were like, listen, we're living in the sawdust and stuff. You need to come over here and live with the sawdust and the paint fumes as we are. You know, you're the leader of this project. You need to live. so I moved over here. I got my bedroom set up and then I moved in and But what so a blessing we were- to have, you know, everybody 
here for you, your family. Yeah. Well, I grew up with a family like that. My grandfather played baseball for the Negro Leagues, and um, I have 18 first cousins, and our grandfather taught, instilled in us this concept of having a career and a trade. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, he was a property owner, and... Um, he had been raised, you know, in a Jewish household um, because he worked for them. And so that he learned that from that family. And so he carried it over to us. And and so I have cousins who are doctors that know how to do plumbing. Oh, and I'm a lawyer and I know how good. to do, you know, drywall yeah. and things yeah. like that. Because wow. he always felt that in times of difficult financial right. times, mm-hmm. you can do something with mm-hmm. your hands. And right. so I have a lot of family members who are still involved, actively involved in real estate because mm-hmm. of that early training okay. that we wow. had. So. Um, it wasn't as intimidating as we thought it would be. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. like Damon Keith said to me when I talked to him about my concerns about this house. Mm-hmm. The judge said, "Well, Cynthia, you eat it the African proverb like an elephant, a bite at a time." And it just kind of calmed me down, just room right. at a time. Uh-huh. You know? Wow. wow. Uh, what, what did your mom say when you said, "Guess what"? <laughs> Remember that? My house mother. We <laughs> well, like any mother, she was concerned for me. She said, "You know, yeah. you're going to go out of the world backwards with that. You're just, you, you know, this is crazy." And I kind of reminded her that, you know, part of my pitch to Barry Gordy was that I was single. I was like, you know, just about to be 40. And um, my friends who are married with kids are worried that I'm going to get ahead in the rat race because I don't have to pay money for college tuition. So <laughs> this will allow me to throw my money away. <laughs> exactly. I'm getting ahead of them because I don't have to save for college. So I said, it'll level the playing field. They'll be happy. And, and so, um, so, but she was concerned about that. And there, I have pictures of her walking through the house with me and she's got this frown on her face. Like she's looking at these walls and the people Healing plaster, and, yeah. and you know, she's just is like, you know, she's just looking down, and and I told like her like a take, mom would, yeah. and I told you know, we would go through and take pictures to document everything, yeah. and I gave her a camera, and all of her pictures are of me in the house, like, <laughs> like looking at things, and she's like catching my wonder of everything. Uh-huh. But after everything was said and done, who had the most parties here? You know, oh yeah. Cynthia, your aunt is retiring. Can we have a retirement yeah. party for your aunt so and so? Oh Cynthia, my bridge club wants to do this, this, this. Well, you Can have we to have keep the legacy yeah. going. Well, that's a different kind of legacy, yeah. but I think she's had more parties here than I did. Oh, so she's enjoyed it. She's come around on her that's thinking, wonderful. and she understands. I think she's a little bit oh. more upset about the transition of the property than I am. It's oh. like it's been a, yeah. a great journey. I mean, she met Barack Obama here, and, wow. and she, uh, you know, has adopted him as her her second son. And oh, so, wow. and I, you know, so that's kind of a fun thing to be yeah. able to um, have those experiences. The people that have come through here. I remember yeah. one of the best parties that we had here was a Motown party, and they were shooting a documentary and they built a sound stage a real stage with the lights and everything in the backyard and um they had 200 seating for 200 under this tent and i had my grounds crew put a um I have a, like an outside lawn set up on a hill. There's like mm-hmm. a little bunker. And so we're up on the hill and um, we could overlook all the heads and see the stage. Okay. And the event was sponsored by Moet Cham- Champagne and everything. So they had lots of champagne. Oh, wow. Well, at some point they re- realized that I was the owner of the house sitting out on the thing. So they just kept bringing us as much oh. champagne as we wanted. <laughs> I bet. It was like high-end food, lamb, uh-huh. like grilled lamb chops. Oh, wow. And I remember sitting there with my brother. I said, did you ever think in your yeah. life yeah, we would right. be sitting in the back, our own back backyard, uh-huh. drinking as much Moet champagne as we would, wow. eating as much lamb chops, and listening to, you know, like, uh, the Temptations wow. and the Chops of Martha That's Reeves so in our own backyard. Yeah. Like, I just could pitch myself, and my brother looked at me and says, yep, I sure did. Give oh. me another bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I lived the dream. I enjoyed yeah. it, and now it's passing on to a new person. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and let's talk about yeah. that, too, mm-hmm. because everything I've read, and it's obvious that for you, it's, it's not about 
just selling your home. I mean, mm-hmm. there there's a lot involved on who's going to be the next person. Right. It took us two years to find an owner. So how you decided to sell it. Right. And what did you go through? Like yeah, emotional process. And, right. Yeah. What was the well, process? I think I'm still going through that emotional process and it probably okay. won't happen until I actually turn the keys over. But I reached a certain age, you know, a, a, a woman of a certain age. And I realized that I need to start thinking about the future for mm-hmm. myself and that little hut in Cuba that I've always wanted to have, yeah. you know, that I can enjoy. And so I started to look for it because owning a property like this is yeah. an investment. Yeah. Oh, right. You know, I spend more on heating bills than some people make in a year right. um, for a salary, you know. And right. so, you know, you start to think, well, I could be putting that money into, you yeah, know, 401k right. or, yeah, right. you know, some other kind of investment. And, you know, I think that it's time to start thinking about a new owner and someone mm-hmm. that could take it to the next level mm-hmm. with the property. And so that was that was part of the, the decision-making making process that went to it and into it and everything else. And so that was, you know, why I did it. And I think I wanted to do it on my own terms. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to um, do it while I could, you know, still be able to be young and do other things with right. my life. Yeah. And so I took a, I took advantage of that opportunity and I waited, you know, I wasn't in a rush. I waited till I found the person I thought I think could that do was that. the best like part said, of the whole thing. Yeah. Right. There was not, not yeah, yeah there was not a rush. rush. You know, I yeah. just, you know, I had people that were coming in, you know, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes these, these guys, you know, there's women here. I know there's guys who are the They'll think, oh, little lady, you know, mm-hmm. let me just, you know, yeah. you know yeah. give you yeah. this. I had yeah. I had churches that wanted me to tie the house to the church. And oh I just like, God. this is wow. kind of, you know, I said, no, I said, you know. <laughs> Did you I, know what you wanted? What type of person you wanted? Did Like, what were there stipulations? There weren't stipulations, but the kind of person I wanted was someone that I could believe had the financial resources to care for the home and was not mm-hmm. going to buy this home to strip it. Uh-huh. There are lots of homes that were stripped of all of their original architecture. Mm-hmm. And the beauty about this home is that it has been owned by millionaires throughout its history. And and what I mean by that is that not only were these millionaires, but they all had in common that they were self-made. Mm-hmm. Nels Mikkelsen came here penniless right. from Denmark. He made his wealth in lumber. Right. And mm-hmm. L.A. Young was a traveling salesman. He came up on a patent for springs that he was able to sell. Barry Gordy. Mm-hmm. You right. know, Pablo Davis was an artist who was nationally renowned. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you have these people people who came from humble beginnings and they understand and appreciate that. And so, you know, I, I remember when I bought the house, um, I was standing here with a local um, antiques firm <laughs> representative, um, and they were there with representatives of Gordy, and they were talking about, you know, we can come in and we can remove that fountain and we can patch the wall and no one will ever see it. We, we, you know, we did this to a home in Palmer Woods, and we got, you know, all the detail, wow. and we were able to sell it, and we can take these wood walls down. Mm-hmm. And the attorneys looked at them and said, well, why don't you talk to the new owner? She's standing right behind you and see if she wants to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a little, little awkward moment, but, you know, <laughs> You see that yeah. there's an industry of people that will strip these Come homes of their architectural value and interest. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't and even so, imagine. Yeah, and so that was part of it. I wanted to find someone that had the resources that wouldn't do right. that, mm-hmm. that they could keep the original historic light fixtures and keep the original historic woodwork and paneling right. and could care for it and could take it to the next level. And so I think so I found I a person why it that took did. Two years. Yeah, it takes yeah. a little time. Yeah. You know, you did he write you a letter? Yes, he did. <laughs> he did write me a letter. He did write me a letter, oh, wow. as did all the people that were buying it. I actually mm-hmm. had one of the owners offered to keep a room for me in the house. I could always come oh, back wow. to him. Wow. Oh, that's a tempting offer. I think, it's, I, think wow. I really believe it's got to be their thing. Yeah. That they've got to make this home theirs and right. however yeah. they're going to do it. So right. as much as I would love to have mm-hmm. that bedroom in the house, yeah. I thought... Right. I've got to let it go. So <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you meet the, the new owner, the person that you... 
um, are going to sell it to or did sell it to? Is it a done deal? Or it's I a done deal. Okay. We closed last August. I'm, you oh. know, I'm actually a tenant now so that I'm, okay. but you know, you don't just empty it. You don't close on a house like this. Right. I was like, there's no way I'm, yeah, after having these starts and stops <laughs> right. that I'm going uh, to be ready to pack up and right, sign a key right. on the day of. I just take some time to get out of here. But right. um, after the, we didn't, we didn't meet but we spoke on the phone because there were a couple of times where our representatives, being who they are, were zealous advocates for us in this transaction. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we're not going to do that. Yes, we're going to do, you know. But, yeah. And so I just picked up the phone and said, listen, <laughs> you know. And so he and I were able to communicate. And okay. then we go back and tell our people, right. this is what we've agreed to do. Uh-huh. Oh, you, no more posturing. Good. This is what we're going to uh-huh. do. And so they were able, and that helped us. to. So we had that initial bonding, you know, to break through yeah. that kind of, you know, pretentiousness of it. And anyone yeah. that knows knows me knows that I'm not a pretentious person. I mean, you know, I've been at my own parties and people have said, you know, who are you? And I said, well, yeah. I'm your hostess for the night. Nice right. to meet you. I, I, know. Know. I would love to be next to you when you do that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so funny because it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a funny thing because I, you know, I drove, and it's a running joke, I am a very frugal person. I drove a 1990 Honda Accord until like two years ago. And wow. only, because, only because it fell apart, wow. like because a street, I got a manhole cover attacked it, you know. But, um, so you would never know that kind of thing because I come from a family of people that are very high achievers, but we mm-hmm. never forget where we came mm-hmm. from. Yeah. I remember telling, um, you know, Barack Obama's story about, um, you know, it doesn't matter how rich you are. If you have been here, if you're African-American, this is the thing I feel. If you've been here for more than one generation, your family's been here for more than one generation, you've had government cheese. You may yes. not have had it at your house, yes, but you might have had it at your grandma's it. house. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You may, may have been over at Sugar and Dim's house uh-huh. around the corner or something. Uh-huh. Meaning that we all come from humble yeah. exposures and never forget that. And so some of the best experiences I've had in this home mm-hmm. have been able to, have been, has been my ability within my power to allow people who might not otherwise have an opportunity to have something here happen. I had a young lady who was a postal worker mm-hmm. and she came and she said, you know, I've always wanted to have a wedding here, a, a wedding, a garden wedding in a place like this I would just love to be able to and I let her do it I wow. mean because I could and it was yeah. such a wonderful yeah. thing oh to be able gosh. to do that you know I've had I've come home from work and there were kids from school buses that were pulled out front and they were taking pictures on the front porch mm-hmm. and they trampled all the roses I had installed the week before oh. and taking the pictures and I come and the teacher says oh we're so sorry we're taking pictures and I just spent time with them I talked mm-hmm. to them about it and I talked to them about the fact that you see these wonderful, iconic people, Diana Ross, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, you know, the, the Four Tops, the Temptations, these people who are wonderful entertainers. I said, but there's more to the music industry than the, this side of the microphone. Mm-hmm. I said, you can be an engineer, you can be uh, a lawyer, you can be right. an accountant, you can be right. an agent. So think of it as a career in different ways. And so we talked about that with the kids, and that's a way to share with them. You know, my brother's a teacher in the middle school, and so, you know, that education, my parents were both educated. And so that part of it is important to me to to yeah. let kids know that you can have wow. these opportunities and that you can you can do this. I mean, I worked my way through law school as a janitor because I wanted oh, wow. to. I wanted wow. to. I mean, I had to do something to make. I worked my yeah. way all the way through school. So I'm not. And then you of became the par- a partner. 
I, I, yeah, I've, I've written Motown Mansion. <laughs> I, I wrote six books. I became Did an, you really? yeah, wow. in tax See? law. I'm a tax oh. nonprofit um, expert, and so I've written books on that. I'm a special. You need to write thing. a book on your life. Yeah, Never mind tax. Nobody wants to read tax law. Well, I actually have a book. It's called Seasons of Sisterhood. It's a book of meditations. Uh, you can okay. get it at uh, jgapress.com. Mm-hmm. So you can really? order that. Wow. Yeah, it's just a book of meditations based upon women in my sorority. You don't have quotes. one here that I could buy. I do I'd like have one. I do buy it because I want you to sign it. Okay, seriously. Well, I, will do that. I will get one and have you sign Oh, I mean, you have to have a book about your, your yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Well, you know, this is it's just a, amazing. It's, you know what? I think it's an ordinary life. I think that it's a life mm. that anyone you're, could You're have. not an ordinary but person. I was just going to say, people, yeah. people, 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 woman, people so. like, like you always think that their life is just ordinary. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah, and right. then there's people like us. They have ordinary. We'll show you ordinary. We'll give you a ride in our car. But I will tell you, my mother would have no other way of her children so we're just, yeah. you know we're just not cut from that kind of cloth wow. you know we want to be well she did a wonderful job well yeah, thank she, you very any, kind any of you. possibility of getting yeah. you into politics well you know yeah. i've been approached from time to time and who knows what oh my, my future will have gosh. but my new but my new thing is i'm going to become a youtube superstar oh and so yeah. it is i've, I've I, set up you a, will be i set yeah. up a company it's called skinnythick.com oh, and I it's journeying me it's following me on my journey to better health so i've been on i've developed this program and it's really for people who live in urban environments and it's, you know, I often have people say, well, if I had Oprah Winfrey money, I'd be able mm-hmm. to lose weight too. I can mm-hmm. get a personal chef. So I said, I'm going to set it to the point of showing people that on a modest budget, you can have healthy, good food and lose weight. And so the dinner plan is like nothing more than $10 for feeding four people. Wow. And that it's an urban thing, so we don't have access to a lot of fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. that are fresh. But thank gosh that over the years, since my since the banquet dinners of my youth, fr- you know the fresh frozen things you can get are still have their nutritional mm-hmm. value. Right. And so you use those kinds of things. But I stay within that budget, and I make these meals, and I you know put up menu plans, and I've lost thirty pounds in thirty wow. days so far. Really? And so yeah, and so the point is, is that I want people to follow me on this journey to better health. And so I put up videos every week. You can. So it's uh, on YouTube. Yeah, uh-huh. well, you can go to skinnythick.com. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and then, then there's a link there to the YouTube go, channel. Oh, okay. You can go to the we'll YouTube channel. We'll put that up on our page. Well, yeah. I appreciate it. I need okay. subscribers. Yeah. I think yeah. I have four. Okay. So let's yeah. get it. You know what we should do is, I don't know what your schedule's like, uh-huh. maybe in January or February's, get you on yeah. our, our show at the podcast yeah. and, and do and an I'm, hour and oh, we can talk all about that. I'd love to. And then you can see more weight loss. It works. Why made you do that? Well, because of the fact that. That, that obesity is a problem in urban environments, that we have so many fast food restaurants, and yes, it's very difficult to, to eat healthfully and eat, you know, uh, flavorful food. You know, a lot of people, particularly in urban cities, you know, they say, oh, I've got to have the pork and the collard greens. Well, I have a vegetarian collard green recipe that's delicious. I have a smothered cabbage recipe that my mother swears has meat in it, and I'm like, no. It's about herbs and seasonings and mm-hmm. spices. And I remember um, one of the fundraisers I had here, we had uh, Josh Humphrey from Social Kitchen was uh, did a master dinner for a, a bidding project. Someone got 10 oh, people. Oh, I, I remember and, that. And so he and I were in the kitchen talking about herbs and spices. I had just received a bunch of herbs and spices from Africa and from India, and I'm you know making mm-hmm. blends because I think that it's the seasoning of the food that mm-hmm. makes it, it taste good. Right. And so I'm right. using modest things so that you can, things that people can get from different you know places yeah. uh, uh, you know around mm-hmm. that you can get at a local store, mm-hmm. that you can get at the local market. Because for me, what 
made me want to do it is that, you know, people are dying from, uh, you know, I'm overweight. I need to lose it. We need to get healthier. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the way that our, our legislation is going, they're thinking about cutting back, you know, health care benefits. And you're going to be on your own. Right. And, you you know, you're going to be 80 years old without health care. You've got to be able to stand on your own two right. feet, yes. walk a mile or whatever. Right. And so that was part of this thing with this. I really want to dedicate myself to, to my own health and mm-hmm. by example showing people that if I can lose weight just a regular person without any executive chef mm-hmm. all I'm doing is right. walking right. you know things like that then you can too and it's just a little bit so my motto is I'm healthier today than I was yesterday oh, and wow. every day is an improvement exactly right. and I call it skinny thick because I like um, that because I realize, you know, in my mind, people either weigh 100 pounds or they weigh 300. I have, like, body dysphoria but in the opposite, you know, ways. Uh-huh. Like, everyone weighs 100 pounds. Like, you're 100, you're 100, you're 100, you're 100. You know, and then Which is I'm, so much. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, exactly. And so I think, you know, to look good, I say, oh, you got to be like this. So I'm 5'9". So mm-hmm. I thought to be a good shape, I have to weigh, like, 140 pounds. Well, then I saw this model. A fitness model, African, it's one of the videos I talk about, she's an African fitness model who is 5'9", and she weighed 200 pounds. And she looked fantastic. Yeah. And I saw Jill Scott, and she looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ashley looks, Graham. Yes. And these models who have yes. curves mm-hmm. that look great, and they're yeah. healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. There's nothing wrong being 100 pounds, but there's okay to be 180, right. 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 And there's, that's the range. We don't have to have shaming. A size 12 mm-hmm. is okay. Right. You know, right. And life size 14 is okay. Mm-hmm. As long as you can take care of yourself and you're healthy, that's the thing. Right. And we also remember that muscle weighs more so you know mm-hmm. if you're weighing more so you know I, you know i remember the funny story about it was that my sister-in-law who's very petite she's she was having you know my ne- my nephew and she's like oh i'm such a pain i've never weighed this much before in my life i said well how much are you weighing? she's mm-hmm. this kid is about to come out i weigh 179 pounds and i can't get i said girl if i weighed 179 pounds <laughs> you wouldn't be able to talk to me <laughs> daisy dukes cut up yeah. cut down i'd be like all oh, over it so i said so it's all different things you know so, and so if I weighed 180 pounds, yeah. I would be fine. You know, that kind of thing. And you weren't nervous at all to put it out there and, and, and on YouTube and have people well, be that into I your personal. Life. It's yeah, a witness. And I want to show yeah. people you can do it. It's, it kind of keeps me honest. Mm-hmm. You having me back makes sure that I stay on it. Now, mm-hmm. it also right. shows, but I also show the fact that you have starts and fits. I'm a human being. So I want people to see that it's a journey. You know, people will get upset, for example, when they lose weight and they go off and they make gain five pounds and right. oh, I'm, I'm ruined yeah. right. well think about people who are healthy who go on cruises they'll eat and enjoy themselves and they'll gain five or ten but they come back and they bring back their weight uh-huh. that's what normal people do that's right. and so yeah. not beating myself up you know this packing of this 16,000 square foot home has put me into some bad eating habits so I've gained a little bit and I just yeah. did a video with uh, my guy that we talked about the fact you know showing me with all these boxes around that I had to get off I've made bad choices because I was trying to get in really quickly mm-hmm. and get out mm-hmm. Um, you know, I went and got fast food because I was packing, packing, packing. Right. It was nine o'clock at night and I hadn't eaten, mm-hmm. made bad choices. You mm-hmm. know, I, I need to make myself, and this is the thing with all health things, you need to make yourself a priority. You are yeah. the first priority mm-hmm. with health. And that's the first rule of skinny thick is making yourself a priority. If you, People tell me, well, I can't do this because I have a family and my kids won't eat that. Well, guess what? For six months, your kids can eat what you're going to eat. You've given them right. years of their life. Right. For six months, we're going to eat what mom and dad 
steady and right. we're going to be healthy. And then after six months, you can go back to yourself. Yeah. But by that point, yeah. your body is into yeah. the taste you of those it. things that you yes. have and they'll, they'll have it. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's the first rule. And I didn't make myself a priority. I made packing the house up a priority. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. And you'll see that on the videos. Those things come so up. So it's very it's relatable. Right? Yeah. That's I mean, because everybody goes through that. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I get so. the feedback on when mm-hmm. people's like, you know, you are speaking to me because right. it's the same thing the, the secret truth that we've all hidden right. you know the ice cream container at the bottom mm-hmm. of the garbage can right. you know, right. kind of thing, you know? or the well, bottle of wine <laughs> I right. think you're on to your next calling yeah. I hope yes. so it's going to be yeah. fun yeah. Well, I was fun. thinking about a mm-hmm. book uh-huh. Never know. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, that yeah. I love. Cook. I've been yeah. professionally trained as a chef, so thick. that's the thing. Exactly. So that's in the works. We're working on that as well. And those recipes are up on the website, so mm-hmm. you'll see oh, a few of them awesome. that we've already put. So it's going to be wow. fun. Yeah, exactly. What? What's that? The website is www.skinnythick.com. Okay. So. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. going to have you yeah. back on our show. Let's talk about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now back to this mansion. Yes. yes. What's your favorite room? All of them. <laughs> I was I was talking about this someone, but being in a home like this, believe it or not, I'm allowed to do different themes in different rooms. So I love the the sun room because of the beautiful fountain there, the mm-hmm. Tiffany glass windows that surround mm-hmm. on all three sides. It's beautiful in there. The stingles. and I can look out on the two acres expanse in the back and really feel like I'm in the country. So I love that room, mm-hmm. but I also love. The Wedgwood room, which is a bedroom upstairs that's Wedgwood blue, but it also has Wedgwood um, chandeliers and sconces in the room. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful, peaceful color room. And it's actually, before we you know, we set it up for the sale, was really decorated with all the colors I love. But it had an Asian-inspired Oh, okay. Wedgwood thing. So it was mm-hmm. really weird. I found these wonderful um, fabrics to make curtains that were Asian inspired, but they were Wedgwood blue ink on them. And so oh, wow. I used that. It was kind of a mix and oh, juxtaposition wow. of things. And then the final one was obviously my kitchen because um, mm-hmm. I was professionally trained as a chef. So oh, wow. I had that dream kitchen. And when I say that, I have to tell people the truth, which is I took classes on how to cut stuff because I wanted to know how to <laughs> chop stuff up fast, you know. And so I took that one class and I learned the, the chef school, they have the people who are doing the cutting classes uh-huh. actually prepare the stuff for the people making the stock classes. We're cutting oh, chickens and onions and carrots wow. and things like that. Yeah. But I can always now say I've been professionally trained, even if it was that yeah. one class. Yeah. Yeah. But you wow. can chop stuff. I, I, can, sh- I can sure chop yeah. stuff. Exactly. Now, you've had a lot of charity events here, right? I have, yes. And what's been, um, what's been the highlight, would you say? Since in the last well, 15 one years. Of the, there have been lots of highlights that mm-hmm. I've enjoyed. One of the things I thought was kind of fun was the very first charity event we had was for the United Way of Southeastern Michigan. And that was before we even did any restoration. The house was torn up. It was messed up. And they said, no, we want to be the first ones to have a party. We're going to have a construction party. And we're going to tell people to come Whoa. in, in uh, overalls. And hat, and they gave out hard hats at the door. <laughs> really? And they That's raised $150,000 wow. off the roof. So yeah. I was so happy to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to do anything right. about. You know, usually wow. you picture house up yeah. your party. I was like, exactly. I just opened the door yeah. and they had that. So that was a that was a fun one. Yeah. And then of course the highlight of owning the home was having um, then Senator Barack Obama here. Yeah. So and how did that, that happen? Well, I'm involved in democratic politics and had worked mm-hmm. in Washington D.C. Um, doing some things for. I've actually had the privilege of working for several administrations in terms of advising. I, you know, mm-hmm. including Reagan and Bush one mm-hmm. back oh, wow. in a time when people worked together and cooperated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did some work for the Clinton administration on health care. And then 
as I said, when there was a change in administration to Bush two, I decided to come back home. Although I was in private practice um, in Washington, D.C., you're often called in as an expert to help them mm-hmm. draft mm-hmm. legislation. So I worked in those kind of capacities. And so when I came here, I called my friends at the White House and I said, hey, what's going on in Michigan that I should know politically? And they said, well, there's this young woman who's the attorney general who's running for governor. And she's really someone we think you should watch. And her name was Jennifer Granholm. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. drove through a snowstorm and met Jennifer. <laughs> And worked on her campaign with her. And so then we started to use the home for, you know, Senator Stabenow and different things. And wow. I got the call. I said, you know, um, this young senator is coming to town. We like to do a Democratic fundraiser with him. Do you mind we use your home? You've got all the space. I said, great. And it was such a privilege. My mother, mm-hmm. I said, adopted oh him at the, at, at, uh, on site. And, had and you heard was, of him before then? Yeah, I had heard oh, of him. Okay. I'd seen the speeches and okay. everything. And so I was very mm-hmm. honored to have him here. And then what happened was that they were when he launched his campaign, they needed to have an office for his for his Detroit office. Mm-hmm. They couldn't find space, so they stayed here for two weeks. So I had Are their campaign serious? office was set up here for oh, two weeks wow. on my first floor. Yeah, and wow. they said I was spoiling them because I had a chef that prepared lunches and breakfast for them. So they'd come in wow. and they'd have a display and then they'd have oh the guy with gosh. grill things. They're, like, they're like, you're spoiling us. We <laughs> yeah. can, This is not how we work <laughs> in campaigns. You know, we're used to just like granola and whatever yeah. we can get. So wow. I, you know, for a couple of weeks they stayed here until they could find a permanent office. So mm-hmm. that was kind of fun you know mm-hmm. having them here to do that so wow. that was a highlight wow. but having him here was a highlight and then all the years the stars have come through i've had you know many motown artists mm-hmm. come through yeah. and uh kid rock who actually kid rock had a great appreciation for the arctic like, i think he's a carpenter mm-hmm. so he loved all the woods and and everything and appreciated that so it's just been a wonderful i think run. it's just so great that you you bought this place and, and you know you restored it and you have it looking beautiful and you didn't like close it off from yeah, everybody right because most right. people like, would no. do that oh right. right. yeah right. Right. I, th- right I just think it's so wonderful right that well i'm a people person like you know that's yeah. just, yeah, i come yeah, from a family yeah, yeah i yeah. come from a family of people person you know uh-huh. it's like you know i think that as i tell people the Mo- the motown mansion mantra is from my one of the movies i love is two wong fu thanks for everything oh yeah and there's I a like line in there that says bigger than life is just the right size step into the light larger than life is just the right size uh-huh. Well, that's that's exactly what the Motown Mansion's about. Who wow. who has an estate sale and they have the Motown artists here to sign the I things? Know. Like, who does extravaganza, that? Yeah. you know yeah. exactly. Yeah. So wow. that's a kind of a fun thing. I just can't have an estate sale. I I said, Aaron, you know, we've got this Motown stuff. Wouldn't it be great for people to have uh-huh. access to the artists? Right. Again, the community that may yeah. not have access, they can buy something, come around the corner, have right. it autographed. Yeah. And, you know, maybe pay right. for the kids' college tuition in a few years. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm happy to do it. it was a lot of work to pull that off but it was just you know something i thought but was you another, did it you yeah. came up with just it and you, and you followed through that. and did yeah. it yeah. Just, so we'll it's see. wonderful we'll see how it works in theory yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's great in theory but yeah. we'll see how it works out. Are, are you mentally and emotionally prepared for like tomorrow when people are coming in and they are buying and the stuff is leaving are you i'm emotionally prepared to let go of the things that i don't want i mean believe it okay. or not that's just a small portion i've got uh-huh. three warehouses a storage room full things oh, wow. so i have lots of things that i have kept and everything yeah. but i think that i think the difficulty will be um in letting go of the home because yeah. it has been just a source of pride for me it's been a source of taking it from what it was to what right. it is now a habitable home and you know quite frankly the just the notoriety having people like you that are interested in someone like yeah. me that own because of the home you know so that's going to be kind of stepping out of the light for that mm-hmm. but maybe stepping into something new something yes. i'm sure right. it is yeah. it is something oh, yeah. new right, right that's why exactly. i want your yeah. 
autograph yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, no yeah. dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put you. that book up for auction. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, gosh. So. Wow. Well, Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much. Yeah. Down with you yeah. and and just uh, yeah. Good luck with everything. everything. But we're going to be following you, and we are going to get you back on the show. Yes. We definitely, yeah. definitely. want to promote those YouTube videos because uh, I yeah. think that's fantastic. Because it almost sounds like a support group. This right. could be a support it, 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 group for everybody yeah. going through. Yeah. Absolutely, weight Everyone, loss and I struggles. I hope to create that kind of community. Which yeah, is what I want to do. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, you've created a community with everything else, so I don't know why not. Thank you. Well, you know, when you started talking, I was thinking to myself, it's like, wow, her voice is really calming. Yeah. Yeah. She, should, yeah, she should be teaching or doing something. I was thinking that the whole time. I think time. she's going to yeah. be changing the world. Yeah, well, that's very think, kind of you yeah. to say that. I think this could be our next president. Ah, oh, there we go. Listen to you. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you for that endorsement. Yeah. You, you you one day sat across the street and looked at this house and said it's going to be mine, right? And, and, and oh, here you are. Here I am. One day you said that. One day. One day. Yeah. Well, my next thing is not necessarily a president, but YouTube superstar. So uh, okay. Yeah. Baby superstar steps. Baby. S U P E R S T A H, superstar. There you go. <laughs> okay, oh it's a pleasure. Oh my so gosh, thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much Wait, for having me. Can we get our picture? You. Absolutely. Thank can you so we much get, for having yeah. me. Can somebody Absolutely. take a picture? Yeah. Oh, you oh, did I, get a picture? Oh, okay. Okay, great. Okay, great. Thank you. All right, talk to you later. Wow. Thank you so much. Can we play a Motown song now? What song are we going to play? Temptations Ain't Too Proud About It. My favorite song. All right. So we're going to hear, listen. Oh, wait, Cynthia. We have a fortune cookie for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, pick a fortune cookie. Okay. You got to tell us what it says, though. Okay. Wait, we have to have you sit down by the mic one more time. Dave's laughing at us. He's like, (laughs) saying, you brought their fortune cookies. We don't make any decisions here without Without fortune cookies. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Whole life is in that cookie, right? Yeah. I know. I'm nervous. Is it going to be president or YouTube? Both. Both. YouTube. I think both. Okay. See what it says. You will meet four women today who are wonderful. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she's definitely president. uh, That says, your dearest wish will come true. YouTube star. There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Now we're going to listen to a little Temptations, right? And then go check out the pub in the in the house here on the lower level. I wish we were Facebook Live right now, and that people could have seen Nora getting her Motown on. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I did post it on my Snap story. Man, you know what was funny is we had our headphones off except for you, and you were really getting into it and singing loud. You know, you know when you have headphones on, nobody, everyone, you can't hear hear yourself. I know everybody's turning around, and oh my god, that was great. Yeah, you were good. Well, you know, I thought I was in the shower. Yeah, (laughs) no, you're just in the mansion. No, I think it's the whole Barry Gordy energy. Yeah. Okay, how yeah, about Cynthia Reeves? Oh, my God. Was, amazing. She's amazing. She's so I can incredible. talk to her for, like, forever. Oh, I know. Well, we are going to get her on you the show You think she'll give me her cell number? No, probably not. No, but we will get her on the show. that's going to be a hard no. <laughs> so, we're not Facebook Live, but... And we're not sure. Is it? We don't, we don't even know if we're streaming live. live. No, it's being recorded. So it's being recorded. Okay. Rocky or okay. will go through and edit it afterward. And the video. I'm not No, don't have Rocky yeah. do it. That'll okay. take two yeah. years. It'll never get <laughs> It'll up. take a year and a half. No, okay, I'll done. get this done I'm by the anniversary. Right. Year. Next year. <laughs> so, yeah, it's videotaping and then. Okay. Uh, so, 
it will be up in, I don't know, whenever you guys get it up. So, oh, God, that's not bad. Yeah, that kind of sounded bad. It's not up to us to get it up. It's not up to us to get it up. So, it's being recorded, but it's not live. Let's get it up. We can't do it live? Um, I mean, we could have, but I didn't get the No, but we're recording the show live, right? No? We're we so tried, confused. but the internet. Oh, it's yeah, not. We cooperate. Like today. Oh, okay. okay. So, were you guys paying attention? Yeah, uh, we paid attention yeah. every single word she okay, said. Okay, well, good because I've got some trivia here, and she answered all my trivia questions. Okay. Oh wow! I don't think I can hear you. Is your mic working? It's on. Okay, go ahead. Um. Okay. So, trivia question number one: What year was the Motown Mansion built? Nineteen seventeen. Oh, I didn't even get to like give you the options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Oh, we have um, to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, what year did Barry Gordy buy the house? Um. Okay. Sixty. Wait, 67? 67. Okay. The Motown Mansion was first what? The Barry Gordy Mansion, the Gordy Manor, the Michelson Estate, the Boston Boulevard Estate. Um, The Michelson Estate. Yep. It was? Oh, I missed that one. Okay. Okay, including this purchase, how many owners does the Motown Mansion have? Four. Four. What were the options? No. So it's going to be... A three, B four, C six, D eight, four. No, no, six, six. six. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. There was a you famous the artist, artist who. Yep. There was a famous yeah. artist who owned the house, um, and who worked with um, Pablo, Pablo Picasso and Diego Rivera, and he has pieces displayed at the Smithsonian. Oh, um, Pablo. What was well, his name? What was, yeah. Okay. What was the name? Oh, Okay, so my names are kind of obvious, but <laughs> yeah. it was Pablo Davis. Yep. Davis. Yeah. Yep. We knew it was Pablo. Yep. Okay, and the house was built by Nels Michelson, and he made his money in what industry? Steel? Lumber. lumber. Oh, lumber. okay, lumber. Yeah, you guys got them all. <laughs> that was right. too easy. Well, I figured, you know, here. I was hoping we would do this trivia before we spoke to her. Uh, yeah, but, well, we well, already had all our notes anyway. Why yeah. don't you cheat? Should we talk to the um, Aaron? We're flagging him we're, down. We're flagging down Aaron. We're, we're, we're going to... Yeah. Uh, no. oh, we're going to flag get, you down because we don't have Instagram. He was going to have... <laughs> right. This is how we do it. <laughs> 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 we'll get you. Oh, All right. Get a Someone's going to finally take a good selfie because I yeah, can't I'm get it. Right. Oh, see, look at He knows what he's doing. Let's try Yes, I am. One second. All right. One more. One more. One more. Yeah, and I was like, oh, the cheese box. I do. I know. Seriously. I love it. Perfect. Sorry. Okay. Welcome to the Nooner Show. Welcome. Welcome. It's the new. It's Nooner time. Is it? Yeah. Awesome. Nooner time somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. And so we have with us joining us is the owner of Aaron Estate Sales, which is located in Birmingham, Michigan, and it's Mr. Aaron. Sapirsky? Sapirsky, yeah. You Sapirsky. Got it. Oh, you're so close. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. It took me until like third grade to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, thank you for stopping by. Um, we heard a little bit about you. Everybody's talking about how Uh-oh. young you are. Yeah, and sure. it's true. I mean, for estate sales, I always picture somebody to be like yeah. 70 or oh, 80 years suspenders. old. How did you get into this? Yeah, that's a great question. So yeah. the average, we, we did a study, and the average estate sale owner is 40 to 55 mm-hmm. years old. Okay. And so we find ourselves to be in a really interesting place in the market. Um, we When we started, we started about seven years ago, 
And I had left a previous job uh, doing estate sales where the gentleman I was working for had been doing it for 30 years and collecting antiques. And at that time, I was just a kid. I was 19 years old. And, but I had this vast knowledge of antiques and collectibles. Uh, that was sort of turned into a passion for me. Can I ask you something? Was yeah. that something that you got from your family, that interest, or... Like at that age, what? Yeah, that, that's a, I guess like at that time, I realized that I needed to take responsibility for myself and find, you know, find what I wanted to do. At 19? At 19, wow. yeah. I mean, at like 14, and I moved out. And nobody told but, you you had to? Yeah, <laughs> nobody told me I had to. Wow. Um, but, you know, doing that and then basically getting into a situation where I had to make it work or I had to make something work. So I would go around and buy antiques and collectibles and I would actually at that age like post flyers all over the city and um, put we buy antiques and collectibles and I started getting calls. So I'd wind up in attics and basements uh, filling up my truck. Were people surprised though with somebody so young showing up? I think so. Um, I think that people were a little relieved um, that I could get into their attic and I could find things that really weren't valuable to them, but I found value in. Um, So at some point we saved up enough money, or I saved up enough money to start a company. I decided that estate sales were what I was going to do. And so back, you know, seven years ago, and speaking about estate sales being an older generation thing, no one had a website. And so to start at that time, you know, get my business license, get everything insurance ready, and then start a website. We had our first job within 24 hours. Wow, um, really? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so, wow. so that first, Were you surprised? I was pretty surprised. Um, and it was interesting because it was a young lady who has, her mom had passed and she was helping her to downsize. She was my age as well. So it was an interesting client to have. She's still a friend today. Oh, wow. And um, we ended up, you know, in that first sale, we did a $10,000 sale, which then we made $3,000 dollars off of in five days wow and i was like well all right we need to I do this yeah just need <laughs> like, more right. of these yeah yeah and so we i just kind of went all out you know i've spent every waking moment of my life since then working on creating something and building something and making it better and you know probably about five years ago we decided to bring this estate sale industry into the 21st century and try to get rid of some of the not great things that were that are happening um we recently introduced barcoding in our estate sales, so we can actually give our clients a full record of what was priced and actually what it sold for and bring full transparency to our industry. Oh, wow. Um, and there's only four of us around the country that can do that. Wow. That I know of. So yeah. tell, I saw the picture of your team, and your whole team is young. Yes, absolutely. So one of our main things that we try to do when hiring is – we try to hire outside of our industry. We don't want to necessarily hire oh. antique dealers or people that have been doing this for a very long time. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Really. And we have our own training programs that we take them through regarding antiques. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we have a really regu- rigorous training program that Did everyone goes through. Did you create the training program? Yes. Just wow. based off of your experience? Based off yeah. my experience. You know what I think has been one of the most successful things hmm. is bringing in people that can help or people with different ideas. Um I I would say that the training is all material out of my head, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't just me that put it together. Really, the team has stepped in Mm -hmm. and taken that data and formatted it where people can understand it, and then it can be duplicated. So who's like your right-hand person? 
Uh, so right now, Victoria, man, Victoria <laughs> is uh, Victoria is killing it. So she's one of our staff who started about a year and a half ago, and um, she basically at this point handles all day to day operations. Uh, she's our project manager. She handles all the estate sales, running them all. I can at this point just go on appointments and work with our clients, mm-hmm. which is great mm-hmm. uh, was because it, of Victoria. Was it hard to find young people that were interested yeah, in yeah, that type antiques of work. and estate? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay. But um, what we found was people the people that we have that are great people now wanted something different they didn't want to go work in a corporate world they wanted to be in people's homes and something changing mm-hmm. every week yeah and the antiques are in collectibles and pricing that stuff is just a very small part of what we do to stage these homes uh, organize clean uh, advertise so when you're talking about bringing young people in we have a lot of different marketing ideas than right. than, than the old ways right. there's a lot of different right. ways to get yeah. the word out and to get better prices for things than i feel was done in the past mm-hmm. um, so it's been a pleasure working with mm-hmm. the team that is young and thinking of new ideas and creating new ideas not to say anybody else can because we definitely we've had great you know people of all ages work for us mm-hmm. but um but it's, it definitely is fun. So how did you land at this home? That's a good question. Um, from my knowledge, I don't know you know, what she told you, but from my knowledge, she interviewed about 20 different people, um, companies. Wow. Okay. do this estate sale. Yeah. And um, we feel very privileged, but we also feel you know, like we are the people that can do the job mm-hmm. and actually yeah. do it correctly. Um, and we, you're in the limelight here. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. yeah no, no, I mean... For us, it's it's really about putting on an event for when people come mm-hmm. in that they're like, wow, this mm-hmm. looks great. They took such care in presenting these items. We're not just going to stick a price tag on something and throw it in a box. We right. want everything to look impeccable. Yeah. Um, so even- you really take care of all the items artifacts and everything that you see here absolutely there's two reasons you know i guess the first reason is because we need to make sure that we look good but then also you we will gross more for Mm -hmm. the client Mm -hmm. right if we do the job right and having things barcoded and properly researched Mm -hmm. and displayed correctly Mm -hmm. and happy fun staff to come right you know it's kind of a whirlwind you know music playing when you go through the rooms yeah we want you're going to have musicians from motown here tomorrow yes and friday and friday right Yeah, that's How exciting. exciting. Yeah. That's something that Are we've never be had starstruck? before. Are you going to starstruck? I think I, I would probably I would, forget what I, I was doing here. I would be starstruck. Yeah, luckily, I guess yeah. the one thing I've planned with this estate sale, I don't know if anybody knows it yet, um, but I've strategically put the staff all in place so that I don't have to work. <laughs> I'm going That's to be working smart. a lot, but I don't get me wrong. That. I noticed yeah. very smart. They're, like, they're really, really yeah. good. Are so. there things that when you were going through and um, pricing everything that you thought, oh, I'd love to have this? Yeah, uh, I mean... What did you put aside already? There's and nothing. We won't be, come on, <laughs> under the tables. <laughs> where, where is it? We won't tell no, anybody. That piano. Nothing. Tell us about the piano. The piano's cool. That's, um, the piano's amazing. We have pictures of Smokey Robinson sitting at oh, it playing in the gosh. 1970s. And so it's just so much history here. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I'm like kicking myself because I'm not allowed to bid on it would be the globe um, that's in the auction. Oh, I saw that yeah. one too. I was oh, like, so oh, you're yeah. not allowed to bid on anything. <laughs> no, I guess that makes sense. because then it would be like... Um, right. Yeah. But... I like the you want to give me the money. I yeah, sure. I the globe <laughs> is amazing because we have a picture of him as a younger man sitting with it, mm-hmm. you know, and he's in his chair 
And at that point in his life, he would have just been creating Motown records yeah. and going through the process and growing a business and going going worldwide. And for me, that's important, you know, as a young entrepreneur yeah. to right. It just has that right. significance, and then it has the Motown records right. tag on it. It's and pretty you could cool. put that in your office, and it would just always remind you, yeah. right? Although it's not going to happen, but yeah, don't, <laughs> oh, but I no, might have cool. to have it yeah. now. Yeah. It's okay. Great. So how does the whole process work? So you get hired to do this, yes. and then what do you do? You go through everything. How do you? Yeah. So What's the team, the process? they go through every inch of a property. So how long does it take to plan something like this? This is two weeks. Oh, that's it? Really? Usually wow. we can do a house, a regular estate sale with the full team in two days. Like set oh, up, really? Set up, barcoded, that's... priced, advertised in two days. Okay. So tell me, is it a myth or a fact? Is estate sales, are they only for rich people or? No, I hope that's a myth. Because, I mean, <laughs> estate sales are secondhand, yeah. you know, items. Okay. We, we definitely want to maximize the value, mm-hmm. uh, but we also want to maximize the value for our customers um, while giving so, them as good of a deal as we can. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anybody that has um, stuff to sell, like it, it's not just if somebody passes, but if somebody sells their house and they're moving out of state or whatever, yeah, you absolutely. can have an estate sale. Yeah. So oh, okay. for our company, there's definitely, we have a cutoff of what we can actually do. We have to have a certain amount of value to be able to go into a home okay. because we have a whole team mm-hmm. that, you know, we need to make it work financially. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but that number is not as high as you would think. We can m- mainly work every estate sale into into what we do usually now do you just do this area or you're like yeah so we're based out of birmingham Uh um we're actually and we'll talk about this later if you want but we're actually going to be creating an auction house here in detroit oh wow that's our that's our next step yeah really Um, that makes sense yeah we operate out of all of metro detroit okay wow and give us the link to your company Mm -hmm. so it's aaronsestatesales.com and then the auction, I'm not going to give you that one yet. Did that one's going to be announced. No one knows what the name is yeah, yet. Uh-huh. I just showed my employees before I walked in oh, here. Oh, okay. okay. So, right. But that's our mm-hmm. next step business-wise. Estate sales are great, and we love them, and we will continue to do them. Okay. But have, being able to bring items to a worldwide marketplace or a national marketplace, some items deserve to just, some items are great in an estate sale, and they do fine. Mm-hmm. But a lot of estate sales, you have one to three items that really should go to auction. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's cringing to me. I'm like, man, I really wish I could take this to a different marketplace. Mm-hmm. So oh. we're creating that. So we'll probably find five to 10,000 square feet here in Detroit to open up an auction house very shortly here. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Now that I said it, it has to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah it does. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to make yeah. it happen. We, yeah. I don't. We, yeah, you'll do it. Wow. <laughs> so the, what is the... Tomorrow is the sale, right? You yes. can come by and buy. It's not the auction. Correct. So whatever the prices are that you see. Right. You and can. so, yeah, people, sorry to cut you off. I didn't mm-hmm. mean to do that. Um, people will be able to view the auction items tomorrow, mm-hmm. like preview okay. and okay. inspect the auction mm-hmm. items tomorrow and Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, the estate sale will be Friday. Okay. Uh, I think Friday I, through Saturday. I think I read something that they would, um, are they... Um, asking for a monetary something when they come in the door right, for, right, right. for charity, right? Right. So that's yeah. $5 okay. um, at the door. And okay. Cynthia is handling that okay. part of that. And then the online bidding. Yeah. So the online bidding is open now. And um, that's all over the world. Like, right. Yeah. Anybody can bid and then they would just, we would ship to them. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you, can oh, you tell us like what you think that piano is going to go for? Yeah. Or, I have no idea. No, I mean, that's the, that's the <laughs> greatest part about the auction. That is yeah. the reason yeah. for you, the auction. Do you think I said, well, that's so like, 
like you know how you bet for like football and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. like the Super Bowl. Awesome. Do you have like a grid? Yeah, we should. Stuff? We'll start that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Seriously. we talked about that That's coming awesome. here. We were like, oh, oh, I wonder how much. Yeah, it would go we were for. placing bets. Yeah. 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 What do you guys think? I think it's gonna be a million dollars. I, I, that, would, that would be great. I, I, I would say in a million five. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I can see. Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you guys on that one. Yeah. 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 Are we? Well, let, are let's, we? Let's, let's make it. Let's make it happen. If if everyone in the world can hear this podcast, yeah. so I haven't been on it. And, I have um, a feeling like someone like like a Paul McCartney. Will come oh in. yeah. Me too. Come at in. the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Paul McCartney redid the piano. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So we you guys already that. know all this. Yeah. Members. We did our Motown. Oh, that's awesome. She's a member. She has a card. That's great. Me. I'm not a that's musician. Yeah, I'm no, not I, one of the sorry, Motown okay. singers. Don't mistake I, me for Diana Ross. Stop, stop. Chill out, Diana. Yeah, relax. It's not all about you. Oh, Mary. <laughs> yeah. So I asked my staff to bring over a tray of wine over here. Oh, they have not do? done that, have they? No. No, but that's okay. That's awesome. Tra- you're so kind. Yeah, you well, what else do you want people to know about your company? Yes. Um, You know... I don't know. I think that, like, any. Look at that. (laughs) There they go. But, um, that's great. That was quick. Man. None for me. Um, One of you guys? Don't fight over it. That's all you get us to. We have to share it. Two and a half glasses. (laughs) No, I think for any any small company or any person wanting. I, I think what's most important is anybody that wants to start a company or anybody that wants to like change what they're doing and own mm-hmm. a business that they should literally just give up everything that they have that's safe for them and just do it. You and have to step out. You right? have to step out. Yeah. And that's what's scary. I think you should minimize into the smallest apartment uh-huh. you can find and uh-huh. get rid of all of your belongings and invest it all. And just, even if you lose it all, even if it's all gone, it's the game. You, it's and you more exhilarating it. than it, anything right? else. Are yeah. you, are you scared to lose it? No, absolutely. I'm ready like for the auction house. I think I'm going to do that process over again. I'm going to literally sell and I'm the first auction that we do is going to be my collection mm-hmm. that I've collected over the last 7 years. Okay. Wow, really? So, yeah, just to go through that again. What what's the absolutely. furthest away that you ship something? Oh, we'll ship you, anything to okay. anybody. You know? Okay. So, you want to buy that piano? Yeah, I was, I was just, just thinking right about it. Right down the street. But yeah. you can't tell anybody it was me. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Right, right. yeah, well, no. You, right. are, you are getting moving into a new house. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. That's true. So, like, like, and you, you already bid a million five, you said. There you go. Yeah. Sold. Damn. Sold. Right. Right. That's awesome. So yeah. what's been the biggest surprise so far is being... It, you know, with this whole career choice that you've made in as a young entrepreneur, what's been the biggest surprise? Um, like, what do you wish somebody would have told you? I wish, to be honest, like, it's there's kind of a romance with starting a business, being an entrepreneur yeah. these days and whatnot. And it's great. It really is. But what people don't tell you is when you start getting to the point where you need to have staff and you start getting to the point that you're actually, you become a CEO, you do get out of the entrepreneur. You're not just starting a business mm-hmm. anymore. You're actually running a company. Right. And that is something that no one teaches you how to do or no one's showing you how to do is actually run a company and how do you do HR? Like, you don't right, know. Like, right, how do you, right. how do you, like... So how, how do, you, do you do it? How have you done it? Yeah, that's a... <laughs> by bumping my head up against the wall a thousand times. But, Losing but are great there people, books that you like, read? Do you um, attend workshops? Or, yeah. Like, who are your mentors? So I definitely read and watch a ton of, or listen to a ton of podcasts, watch a ton of... Um, who do you listen to? 
usually Gary Vee are the people that oh, are, yeah. you know, that are yeah. whatever, Grant Cardone mm-hmm. or what whatnot. But mm-hmm. in Detroit, we have Build Institute, which is amazing, uh, which is really for anybody that is thinking about starting a business or just starting oh, a business. Okay. And then for more established businesses, I just got through the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program. Mm. And I had people, I mean, I had friends in that business that were, you know, doing $100 million a year and started 30 years ago and we're learning the same stuff and like applying the same things wow, regarding wow. staffing or regarding accounting. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked one of the guys who has several restaurants in the area and he does about 10 million a year. And I was like, after the program, I was like, what did you get out of it? What I got out of like these classes and this. And he mm-hmm. was like, this has changed my life as well. Wow. And so that was great yeah. to be, you know, I think that's the part that no one tells you or that's the yeah. most shocking mm-hmm. part or that's the right. hardest part. And right. how do you keep people, happy how do you keep your staff like winning and how do you keep and them how do you keep excited? them engaged in your yeah. vision yeah, and motivated yeah, in yeah. your vision that's mm-hmm. and i try to make it our vision i try to make yeah. it theirs as well mm-hmm. to yeah. do that you know i what would they say if we interviewed i would love employees. to hear what they say they probably say it was mean <laughs> I, no but i you know i can you I look can like you would be fun to work for yeah, you do. it can be but, sometimes but, it's always fun yeah yeah, yeah. You but can i mean do you think you're mean no, I don't think I'm mean. Well, yeah, there's probably times you have yeah. to be mean. How can you not be? Right. Yeah. Did you ever read about Barry Gordy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. He was a control freak. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely, that's the thing. Yeah. Like controlling and then also letting others control or mm-hmm. letting others yeah. have or letting mm-hmm. others be, you know. It's always finding that balance, you yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny. We, we always talk about control freaks all the time mm-hmm. rocky and i because we yeah we, control freak we, no she's a no. control freak no you're right she yeah. is yeah, she looks like a control no. freak she's like no, no. snap the whip on us or something i i, I walked in and i was awesome. scared earlier i was like oh shit wow yeah. i love it that's, yeah. that's recording we'll just keep that part <laughs> next time you call me a control freak right. say, yeah that's not the no. perception babe that's not right right that's awesome um, so long term where, where do you see yourself so the reason that we're doing the auction house now is because uh, we had a different vision even like three to four months ago that we were going to start moving all of our estate sales into one showroom like setting and doing one sale a month Mm -hmm. in the showroom setting and then when we realized how great the auctions were we moved into that so when we decided to move into the auction realm I decided on like the long-term vision would be to have the auction house in New York, LA, Midwest. Wow, really? And then out from there. So, but that's how you, that is, like, even though that's a ridiculous, like, long-term goal. That's not ridiculous at all. That's what you have to do because each day you take, what's that? Do you have a vision board? In here. all those pictures? Yeah, I got it. It's all here. I'm very vivid. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's a great goal. That's what we, that's what I would like, yeah. What are you f- afraid of? That's a great question. Um, I'm afraid nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. um, no, I'm afraid of. Um, I'm afraid of getting comfortable. I'm afraid oh. of if you get comfortable and you kind of get into something and then you end up there for like a long yeah. period yeah. of time. You get stuck. Yeah, yeah, you get stuck, mm-hmm. and you you always have to. I think that you know, and me and my wife have decided this that we're just creating keep creating every single day together like the the vision and so we never have like oh we're just going to have a house and kids and mm-hmm. then a job and then we're going to do that for the next 30 years so you like, have a wife yeah oh darn is know, she here right? no yeah. no oh, she's an engineer at, oh she is yeah, wow. DT. are you oh, really? are you newlyweds we've been together for 10 years married for four 
Oh, you're yeah. asking me questions. You're I'm like, I don't remember. No. Is she listening? No. <laughs> yeah, she might be. Who knows? She's great. Yeah. Wow. yeah, she's supported everything. Like she's, she also has her own thing. So it's mm-hmm. great to not like have. Yeah. Just, but. But, but you do have somebody though that has the same yeah. vision. That she's your cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. What What about um, like any quotes that you live by? Any um, routines that you practice as an entrepreneur to like stretch the mind muscle yeah absolutely i guess there's not really you're gonna be like you just said this mind you just said something great i'm gonna say yeah it's like this little silly thing um but i would say that you know in my mind the one thing that comes to mind is um that there's no greater joy in life than creating and so everything that we do and everything that we've done has just been a continual create 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 and then also destroy like you have to sometimes destroy Mm -hmm. to create which is great as well Mm -hmm. yeah if you look at it like that you could you know destroying something or taking or going backwards is sometimes just as valuable as going forwards right if you look at it like Mm -hmm. that i think right so what advice would you give to somebody young that's starting out in business not yeah, no, necessarily that's, so your field what that, would you say that's a great question because what a lot of people do is they end up in these classes or they go to school for a long period of time and then they get out and they're like well that didn't do anything i would say that if you have a skill or if you have something that you really like to do and you do it well then you should be owning a business doing that skill um and you should just take hold just produce 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 the income produce the you know don't just sit there in a classroom and learn learn from have someone else tell you how to run a business yeah and you haven't made a dollar like just go out there and by any means necessary just produce what about I, people well, that say i'm sorry no, um, i tried something and i failed at it yeah i've tried a lot of things that I, failed. <laughs> I, try, I feel like, like half of everything i do that's great awesome. no yeah i mean fail, failure is great man yeah. failure is the component uh-huh. of success yeah. right yeah Aaron, thank you so much. Thank that was a pleasure. This is like the most comfortable oh. interview I've ever had. Oh, I really, you know what? My We're wine glass is yeah. <laughs> Your wine glass is empty. That yeah. doesn't even look like there was wine in there. There was never. I was on oh. my way when you oh, got I'm pulled sorry. in there. Oh, I'm sorry. There was totally never fine. wine in there. There was never wine in there. Oh, I you. thought maybe you just like. <laughs> I know. I'm just talking about it. All right. So give us the link again to your business. Yeah. So it's AaronsEstateSales.com. AaronsEstateSales.com. Dot com. Correct. So let's see. Let's. I'm gonna. It's A A R O N S E S T A T E S A L E S dot com, and we'll put this link up on our page yeah, as we well. Have it up on our, yeah, so and we'll, we'll yeah, put cool. it on again. But you know what? We'd love to have you back on next year and cool. see where you're and at. See, yeah. see, yeah. see where the going. auction house is at, and then yeah. we can find yeah. out what you snagged yeah. from here. There you go. <laughs> no, I thought you meant sold. No, no, no. Oh, that is not what happened. <laughs> Yeah. I, I just thought maybe you'd put something aside. Right See, like, I'm trying to work something out with Dave. I'm like, Dave, if I give you some money, will you buy this stuff here? Because yeah. you won't let me buy anything right no. now. So I can't even buy it, the staff. So this is a rule that we have. So what happens in estate sales a lot is people pre-sell. Mm-hmm. And then the people that yeah. are waiting out there, they come in, they're like, the I, yeah, gone, it's gone. Yeah. So, um, but well, what if we, we buy, do, If I buy one thing, nobody uh, will know. That's what everyone says. Yeah. So we have uh-huh. a strict policy, even with our staff, that – and we. You know, if our staff wants to purchase anything, they have to wait until after like 25 minutes of the sale started so that people are in the house and then they also have to pay full price. So we we keep it very strict on buying and selling. That makes sense. So besides the piano, what's the other big? So there's a, there's, um, there's a. Sorry, there's a lot of great stuff. There's so much that stuff. Are there's be like in the auction. Yeah, in the auctions, well, there's some amazing things. Oh no, I wanted that dust. Yeah. Yeah, that one's great. 
But money. I want. Maybe you should have went to auction. It's in the I want this. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the. What's that globe starting at? The globe has a bid right now. I think it starts at five hundred, and the estimate is five to ten thousand. Or is it? Wow. Wow. We'll wow. see. I know I've had a few calls, and people have tried to make some offers on it. Really? Yeah. That we wow. obviously have not. What about the vote. desk? Has anybody called for that? I don't think so not yet. yet. I don't. I haven't. Yeah. I don't. I haven't been doing the phones. That's yeah, the other thing about business is you yeah. have to start yeah. like handing things off yeah. a little yeah. bit. Right. Well, great. good luck with everything. Yeah. Thank and thanks luck. for so stopping by. The sale starts tomorrow. Or Friday and Saturday, and then the auction is Friday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Auctions, Friday night. Um, we reopen the doors at 5 for the athletic house for the auction. Okay. We'll have uh, free food. We'll have a, a DJ playing Motown 45. Oh, how cool. Oh, how nice. Some yeah. drinks, and it's going wow. to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Please come back. Oh, how fun. We're just going to sit and watch. Right. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> well, good luck with everything. Yeah. Thank you. It was nice meeting you, and we're going to get well. a hold nice of you, you and yeah. get yeah. you back on next year and see where you're at. Hopefully, uh, all right. Oh, someone. you will be. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Right. Yes. <laughs> all right. Thank Thanks. you. Oh, we've got to do our fortune cookies. Oh, oh yeah. yes. You can't thank leave you. without a fortune cookie. Yeah. Come on. Let's cool, see. Man. Let's see I'm what a the future for is. Fortune cookies. Oh, see. See what the future <laughs> okay, holds you for you right here. Right. If you have any questions at all, Aaron, the answer will be in that cookie. <laughs> All right. I'm sure. Are these specially made? Or oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We made them this yep. morning. Yep. Right. Got them from sealed. Barry Gordy. Yeah. <laughs> Signed, sealed, and delivered, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Nora. Start that was a good singing. one. All right. What does it say? There you go. You will be fortunate in the opportunities presented to you. Oh, oh. my gosh. Oh. Wow. You know what? You should put the date on that and put that Save up. It. Yeah. 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 Seriously, mm-hmm. yeah. we predicted it. Put it, put yep. it I appreciate that. I'm yeah. glad it didn't say <laughs> you <wall>. suck. <laughs> no, we took those out. We took yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We have those for other people. <laughs> no, we don't. That's great. All right. So if you're just tuning in, it is the Nooner Show, and we're um, just got done interviewing the owner of the Aaron Estates Sales, who is running this whole operation here today. So stop by the Motown Mansion. It's 918, what's the address here? Boston Boulevard. Boston Boulevard. Yeah. And that's tomorrow, starting yep, tomorrow. Starting Thursday tomorrow. through Saturday. And we're going to listen to a little I more Motown. I keep thinking today is Thursday. I'm like, Me today too. is Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is not Thursday. No, it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Okay, it's so. It's the Nooner Show. <laughs> I know. Duh. Yeah, so it's Thursday through we're, Saturday, and yeah. the auction's Friday. Yes. Okay. So we're going to play some Motown. So we've had a, just an awesome day here at the Motown Mansion, um, and but we have got to wrap up here. Oh, I know. I know. Our time here is coming to a close. Oh, darn. I know. This was I know amazing. You, you've got to take all your bags back out to the car. <laughs> you were trying to move in. And yeah. oh, I figure I if you snuck in one room, they wouldn't notice you, but it's just amazing. I, nope. I used the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you did. I noticed you stole some toilet paper, too. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, you know what? You know it's always been on my bucket list to meet Barry Gordy. So yeah. this is, I feel like I got one step closer he, yeah. here. He was going to be here. He was. But... He, yeah, you know, it's raining okay. and you know, it's all right. I'm getting get closer. Wet. I'm getting closer. <laughs> he can't get wet. So anyway, <laughs> oh, it was a great, great afternoon. And thank you, um, Dave Phillips and Jessica for 
schlepping out here, and our new good friend Dave from um, Catalyst Media Company who got yep. us in here. Thanks, yep. Dave. Yes, Thank Catalyst you. Media Company. Thank you, Catalyst Media <laughs> Company. Did I say it right? Yes. Media Factory. Media, Media Factory. Factory. All right. Sorry. Out of Detroit. Yep. Out of Detroit. Out of Detroit. And Jennifer Foster, the famous leader here. Fearless leader. Fearless leader (laughs) is the PR company here that's um, behind this wonderful event. And they um, were so gracious to allow us to participate. Yeah. So thank you. And we know it's time to end the show. Sometimes our only available mode of transportation is is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith with us and have a great week.